reach the stars of night. I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Together with Deacon Tony, may I welcome you to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning Mass. This Mass is offered as a funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Marion Gareth. Welcome our husband Archie to church today. Uh, welcome their children, Stephen and Nicola and Craig. Welcome to to the grandchildren, Megan and Christopher and Flynn and Eve and Rosie and Caleb. Uh, welcome to son-in-law Michael and daughter uh, son-in-law Michael and daughter-in-law Jude. Welcome also to sisters uh, Brendan, Brenda and Evelyn and the brother Ricky. And of course, welcome to all the family here today, and welcome also to all family friends. On behalf of Archie and the family. Uh, I thank everyone for being present here today in the church and it will be a great consolation to see so many people here with us. I'm sure that for everyone it seems a very unreal uh, thing today to be here at this church and to be taking part in this funeral mass. Marion's death has come upon us uh, suddenly and it was a thing uh, that everyone least expected. But today amidst the sadness and the loss we have come to thank God for a great life which has meant so much to everyone. She had herself extraordinary powers of kindness and gentleness and love, and her life has been a blessing to all who have known her. So amidst the sadness, 
today there is joy and thanksgiving of a life that has been good and has meant so much to so many. We ask God who binds up wounds and heals the broken-hearted that he might give consolation to all who are here today. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like an annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thirst my soul 
for you the God who is my life. When shall I see? When shall I see? See the face of God as the from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live on on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence, then, when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. With the coming of evening, Jesus said to his disciples, let us cross over to the other side. 
and leaving the crowd behind, they took him just as he was in the boat, and there were other boats with him. Then it began to blow a gale, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that it was almost swamped. But he was in the stern, his head on the cushion, asleep. They woke him and said to him, Master, do you not care? We are going down. And when he woke up, and he woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Quiet now, be calm. And the wind dropped and all was calm again. Then he said to them, Why are you so frightened? How is it that you have no faith? They were filled with awe and said to one another, Who can this be? Even the wind and the sea obey him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. be seated. (coughs) Having spoken to the family over the last few days in preparation for this funeral, it's clear how much they loved Marion, how much she has meant to them how much joy she has brought to their lives. She has been a bright star in their life. Her love, her care, her positive spirit has been an immense part of all of their lives. Today at her funeral, they sense that the loss is great. Someone who has always been there, who has always been a great support and who has been so thoughtful and considerate is no longer with them. It's hard today, I know, to imagine life now without her. There will always be that emptiness in their life, something that's missing, someone that's not there. But today in this Mass, that feeling perhaps is most of all there, that things will be different in the future. But the thing that will not be different is that they will never stop missing her, never stop loving her, and never stop being thankful for all that she has meant to them. We are fortunate, aren't we? And we are so blessed in life when we think of it. We are never fully aware of these things until moments like these, when the blessings of life come home to us. The people who are in our life, the people who have influenced our life for the good, people who have been a guiding force in our life, They often provide that light itself that's so necessary in life to walk by and to find our way in life by. And we realise that's how God makes it, isn't it? That there are people there for us who love us and care for us and people who in turn teach us how to be good people ourselves. Such people, as we know, surround us in life, family and friends, who are a positive force and a strength in our life, put there for us by Almighty God. Today we've come to this church for prayers and Mass for Marian. In the prayers of the Mass, 
we find great consolation and comfort. God is indeed with us in the storm. He is with us in the restless seas. He's in the boat alongside us when tragedy comes and when storms toss us from side to side. He'll calm the storm and he will give us peace and he will lead us to safe waters. Today we're not afraid for Marion, for we have confidence that God wishes us to be where he is. He wishes us to reach the end of the journey. And the boat that is our life will be guided to safe lodgings and to that destination. Today Marion has reached the end of the journey and is at peace. We are assured of that in the Mass and by our faith also. The family also asked me to remember, to ask you to remember in prayers today, people who were very special to her, her brothers James and Stephen and Thomas, her nephew John, and special mention to her brother-in-law Frank, who just died a short while ago. At the end of the Mass, her sons and daughters wish to say a few words to you. But just for a few moments, I wish to say a few things to you about her life by way of reflection. She was born on the Feast of St. Francis, 4th of October, 1954. Her parents, Jimmy and Rita. She was from a large family, Brenda and James and Ricky and Evelyn and Stephen and Thomas. She grew up in Castlemilk and had fond memories of her childhood. She was often, she used to say, cast as a mediator in disputes between her older and younger sisters. She went to St Bartholomew's and to St Margaret Mary's school in that area. Leaving school, she went to the world of work. She worked at Miller's and the Levi and the Moore's factory as well. A young Archie Derrick, whom she had gone to school with, had known her at school, but worked with her in that same Moore's factory. One day, he plucked up the courage to invite her to the pictures, only to be disappointed to be met by her sister, who she had sent to say she wouldn't be coming. (laughs) Encouraged by the same sister, he persevered, and he was eventually successful in walking out with her. And the rest, of course, is history. They were married on the 11th of June, 1976, and have had a very happy, peaceful and joyful married life for 45 years. They were delighted to have Stephen and Nicola and Craig and her children, their children, were the apple of her eye, whom she was very proud of all of their lives. And they have loved their mother very much indeed, and she means the world to them. Holidays featured greatly in family life, and they were delighted to go to places like Florida, and retain the happiest of memories of these times. Both herself and Archie, as you probably know, like to be away, and often not just book one holiday, but would have another one up their sleeves as well. They travelled to Lanzarote, to Las Vegas, Hawaii, Riviera Maya in Mexico, and New York as well. Later in life, uh, she worked at the Kodak, but she swapped this for 
a job which she enjoyed very much indeed, be a nursing auxiliary. It was fulfilling work, rewarding job. And being such a kind person herself, she was able to be the most effective person looking after the elderly, the sick, who came under her care. She was thrilled when new members of the family came along, uh, Jude and Michael, and was delighted, overjoyed, when grandchildren came as well, Megan and Christopher and Flynn and Neve and Rosie and finally Caleb. She's a wonderful and caring nana and enjoyed seeing these children growing up and took great pride in them all. You could never quite say no to them. Whenever they asked anything of her, the answer was inevitably yes. All the family had great, had a great and memorable holiday uh, quite recently in June of this year. But how special and important holiday that will now seem today and will be in the future. A chance for everyone to be together one final time. She was one of those people who seems to have been blessed in life with a very generous and kind nature, a person who was always good. Over the years, of course, as you will know, she's no stranger to illness, but what, what but fought her way through it all and remained positive and was always thinking of everyone rather than herself. She lived a very happy and contented life. I'm sure she felt herself very blessed in so many ways. I'm sure that you'll agree with me today that life at the end seems all too short. There always seems more to be done, to see and to achieve. But if this was the end, then it would be the saddest of days. But we have another part of life to look forward to, for there is indeed a destination for all of us, somewhere where all is leading towards. And there is a day in which we will all be reunited in heaven. In that moment, by the grace of God, he will all gather us together. And the faces that we have known will shine with happiness and joy. We look forward to that day when we will be sat down together, when we reach the end of the journey, in which, by the grace of God, we shall all meet together and be together again. Life indeed seems all too short, but life is good. So many things to be happy about in life, so many things to be proud of, so many things to rejoice in, so much things to thank God for. Today we are not simply overtaken by sadness, but we are lifted up, especially in this place, by the joy of life and the grace of God that is so good. There are many blessings that we've been given in life by God and so many blessings also to look forward to in the future. May God grant Marion peace at the end of the journey. May she be richly blessed for a life of kindness, goodness and generosity of heart and for all her love.
please join in our offer to him number 470 in the blue books in front of you. Make me a channel of your peace. Make me a channel of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring your love. Where there is injury or pardon, Lord. And where there's doubt, true faith in you. Make me a channel of your peace. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exalt forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. In the need for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 O Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts and pray by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. 
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Marion, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
presume that you could come forward to receive communion, and as you do so, just because of the restrictions, you're only allowed to receive it on your hand at present. Um, so uh, just to invite you to come forward. But if you would still like to come forward but not receive Holy Communion today, then simply just to put your hand on your breast, uh, myself or a deacon will give you a blessing as you come forward. So um, again, just to say to put the host in your hand uh, to receive communion and then to return to your seat. Uh, if you don't want to receive communion, then just simply to put your hand on your breast and we'll give you a blessing. Join in hymn number 529, How Great Thou Art. Thy hand has made 
As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray that the soul of your servant, freed through your Son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence, through Christ our Lord. Please be seated. Just for a few moments, the family are going to say a wee word of thanks to yourselves and uh, a wee bit of memories as well.
Mum and Dad were married for 45 years. They had a happy, happy life, with only one or two arguments, usually about frozen onions or directions, which were usually to the airport. They've taught us to love each other unconditionally and to find you, that to find your soulmate is one of life's biggest blessings. We know that Dad will be lost without your Mum, but we promised to look after him. Everyone thinks her mum is the best, but hers truly was. Uh, she loved us all, even me, even though I supported the Rangers. <laughs> uh, here today, we are not little children, but our hearts ache and our lips struggle to give words to our loss. Uh, she taught us that success in life is measured by your happiness and how happy you make others feel. And from all your kind words and presence here today, our mum was successful beyond belief. Uh, everything she did was for us and about having fun and making memories, uh, memories we will treasure forever. Um, on my mum and dad's fridge, there's a wee magnet that says, if I'd known grandchildren were going to be this much fun, I'd have had them first. And that says it all about her mum. Her six grandchildren were her whole world, and she adored each one of them. And they all had a special place in her heart. Her eyes lit up when they came in calling Nana, or when she'd slip them wee sweeties out their bag that we weren't allowed them to have. We'll never stop telling the stories about their Nana, and they'll always know that their Nana loved them to the moon and back. lovely, wasn't it? Immense. Well done. Please stand for the final prayer.
Please join in our final hymn, number 757, Be Not Afraid. You shall cross the barren desert, but you shall not die of thirst. You shall draw 